0: This is Topps Talk. In this episode, we break down the 60th anniversary of Topps' flagship product, Topps Football. We take a look inside the app launch of Topps Kick 2016. And we hear from three highly touted rookies who are looking to make a difference in the NFL. This is episode three. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Top's Talk. This is episode three, and we thank you for listening in from whenever and wherever you are. I'm your host, Alex Birch. This week's episode focuses on a single word, football. In this office and around the world, the word has multiple meanings, American football and football or as we say in the States, soccer. In this episode, we'll break down the flagship American football product that is celebrating a big anniversary, while also bringing you interviews with top NFL draft picks who sat down with us during this year's rookie premiere. But before we get to Topps football, we go into the details of an app that just recently launched from the Topps tool belt of apps, and that is Topps Kick 2016. With me now is Chari Bayankar, who is KICK's associate app producer. Chari, thank you very much for joining.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Let's go right into what separates KICK from last year's version. Go into the details of what's new.
1: Yeah, well, I think one of the first big things that you notice when you launch the app is uh, we've added two more leagues. Uh, Last year, we had the Barclays Premier League, Major League Soccer, the Bundesliga, And now we've added the UEFA Champions League and the UEFA Europa League competitions to the app. So, I mean, now we're kind of a product where all the best clubs, players in the world reside in one place. So it's really exciting for us to be able to have new content, uh, new players, and we hope the fans are excited as we are. Um, The other big feature that fans will notice when they download the new KICK16 would be our Game 5 Aside and essentially it's kind of a play on our match cards that are hugely popular uh, in Europe and what it is is um, you have all these cards and players in the app and you're able to have a salary cap budget pick your team uh, with different kinds of modifiers how good their offensive and defensive stats are and then our system sets you up to play against another user in the app and you can win prizes and other rewards based on how well you do. Um, I'm addicted to it. I love making teams. I do Premier League players with Bundesliga. Uh, there's tons of custom combinations you can do. If a fan likes the England national team, you can do all English players or Brazilian players. I'm waiting till we add more cards into the app to do an American team. You know, we have Michael Bradley, Tim Howard, Josie Altador. All the great American guys are here now. So. Uh, it's just something that we'll continue to to tweak and improve and uh, hope that everybody else that's new to the app or old to the app, uh, we hope they like it, and we think they do.
0: It's kind of like a be your own GM if you had the pick of the world, really.
1: Yeah, it really is. And what makes it so great is that um, you know when we when we pitch this concept to our partners, you know all the leagues that we're involved with, they they said, we love it. Show us more. Uh, show us the concept, Let's see it in action. And after they had a chance to view it, they, they just fell in love with it like we did. And uh, we hope that, that everybody can want to be their own GM. I know I do, and I think that the fans are starting to notice, oh, this player, he's this salary, but he has really great skills. And we hope that it's a way that fans in Germany or in the U.K. or across the world can familiarize themselves with uh, MLS players. We hope that American fans who may only follow MLS can now be exposed to Bundesliga Uh, Premier League and soon to be Champions League teams and just the fact that uh, everybody loves to make their own team that's why fantasy sports are so popular and this is just another extension of that uh, in kick and for tops
0: And how much of it was trying to get American fans as there are many, many, and growing every single year, it's well documented that fandom in the United States is growing year after year how much of it was trying to tap into that new kind of that new market and trying to maybe get people to get a little bit more worldly if you will, with their soccer knowledge and their soccer love?
1: Yeah, so what's interesting is that you um, know I mean, our core our core user base in the app, a lot of them are from the UK and from the US and actually we've seen really strong uh, interest from US players in the Premier League, which is, uh, somewhat surprising at times because if you're a fan a soccer fan in the US you're getting up at 10 a.m. even earlier uh, I myself I get up at 730 every Saturday I don't want to miss the first game of the weekend uh, surprising thing was that in the offseason typically you see less activity because everything is so focused on the European leagues but what was surprising was that with MLS running in the app uh, fans came in and they stayed in and not just American fans you know, we're all about football or soccer, however you want to call it. We're all about that at Kick, and we want to have a good community, and we want to make sure that everybody can follow their leagues and collect their clubs and players and um, just really celebrate the sport as a whole.
0: And why don't you go into a little bit about the, the look of Kick and how its functionality works. Uh, what are some highlights of, of the way that it, that it look and it feels as well?
1: Yeah, so we really had a nice overall design goal. Um, soccer is a game of shapes. You play in a square field. The ball, you know, you have a circular ball. All this. So when people are looking in the app, they'll see lots of shapes and designs and bright colors. We we tried to hope uh, to go for a kind of like a modern feel and sleek and edgy, but still with a nice bit of kind of traditional feel to it. Um, the way you navigate the app, we kind of have a a uh, list of na- navigation options on the left side, uh, your home screen, your contests, trades, five aside, cards, all this. Uh, it does look quite different from uh, our previous apps. It's completely different, and you know that can surprise and shock some people. But like all new things, it takes time to get used to, and eventually people are going to say, wow, this is great, I can't believe I said this about it before. Uh, We feel great about it. I love it. Uh, I've been playing around with it constantly. And uh, we know the fans are going to like it too.
0: Well, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on. And again, it is Tops Kick 2016, now available in the App Store. Thanks a lot, Charlie. All right, take care. Despite Topps being nationally recognized in the baseball community, Topps has been associated with the National Football League for six decades. And to honor the impressive round number, we're unleashing our flagship product titled simply Topps Football, as we do year after year. And with me now are the brains behind the product, brand manager Kevin Eager, who's to my right, And through the phone, Colin Butler, who is a new father and thus is not in the office, but he loves this product so much that he has snuck away from the nursery for a moment and away from Cole Butler, the newest addition to the Butler family. Colin, Kevin, thank you so much for joining. The beauty of this product to you, Kevin, which really seems to be, at least from what you've told me in the past, is just the heritage of this product. And the fact that this is indeed the flagship product.
2: Yes, so this year um, we really wanted to f- put our focuses in terms of the product development and the content of the product ar- around our diamond anniversary. You know, as you mentioned, 60 years, if you just kind of sit back and think about that, it's pretty significant. It's pretty powerful stuff that Topps has been around for 60 years um, and making football trading cards. And so that was definitely going to be, you know, the keystone to the thematics of of this year's, you know, inserts and and all type of marketing efforts that we have. And, uh, you know, it's also going to be the 50th anniversary of the Super Bowl. So that's also very powerful stuff. And and it's something that we wanted to incorporate um, in this year's brand. Um, And along those lines, we also, you know, as fantasy football continues to grow and get bigger every year, um, it's, it's almost become um, a staple in, in, in the product. And so throughout the base cards, um, whether you're talking about subsets or the, or the backs of the cards with player information um, and even the inserts, it's, it's really geared towards today's fans um, who are, you know, playing fantasy football. So those are some of the, the themes and what you can um, hope to expect from this year's break.
0: And and, and let's just go just those two numbers. Like you said, it's the 50th anniversary of the Super Bowl. And Topps has been making a flagship product for 60 years, 10 years before the Super Bowl. That is just absolutely incredible. And describe in ways that Topps is honoring that.
2: Sure. So, you know, being that our heritage is so strong and Topps is really a, you know, household name, that's been around for, you know, for decades, we really wanted to touch base with our um, with our fans, our consumers, and we did a lot of social media sourcing to really get a sense of what designs have been fan favorites over the years, you know, what vintage zo- designs really um, are consumers' favorite to collect. And so we basically, you know, got that information, um, And, you know, in order to kind of pay tribute to to T.O.P.S. and to our fans, we've recreated a lot of those designs. Um, So you'll be able to find those in the top 60th anniversary insert uh, set, which will feature about 100 different players, um, current players um, that we put in retro designs. Um, And we also have a pretty extensive buyback program where we went out and we bought the best. Um, most collectible guys the fan favorites the Hall of Famers um, You know the iconic rookie cards of the years and they're actually going to be featured in the product um, And they're going to be stamped parallels. So there'll be elements for, for chasing and very rare parallels um, That will be represented and celebrated throughout the product. So just a couple um, samples there um, and we also have hard-signed or on-card autographs of this year's you know top forty rookies um, that are are featured on vintage designs. So again, you know we we polled our fans using social media, um, and you know we're bringing collectors and fans what they want this year with the 60th anniversary release. One of the
0: interviews that we had with one of those top rookies that's going to be. In TOPS football, and that is a name that many people know of, and that is the quarterback, the previous quarterback of the Oregon Ducks, and now the newest starting quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, Marcus Mariota.
3: Hey, I'm Susan LeJudai here from TOPS. We're here with Marcus Mariota at the 2015 NFL PA rookie premiere. Marcus, uh, what has today been like?
4: It's been great. Um, you know, we've had an opportunity to go around and do. A uh, number of photo shoots as well as um, just kind of hang out, get to know each other, and um, enjoy this this nice California sunshine.
3: You know, last couple days you've been uh, looking at your trading cards. But what was it like seeing yourself on a top card for the first time?
4: Unbelievable. Um, you know, it's kind of a crazy surreal experience for sure. And um, you know, I think you know, all of us are, are pretty excited about it. Yeah.
3: Um, we had talked briefly earlier, and you actually told me you used to collect cards when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. a
4: little bit. And. Um, I think my prized possession was a Michael Vick rookie card. Um, I don't really know where they are anymore, but uh, yes, I used to collect cards.
3: That's pretty cool. The fact that you collected and now, you know, there's going to be kids opening up football cards to see you. When you think about that, like, how do you feel about that?
4: Crazy. Uh, you know, it really is. It's um, such a, you know, for me it comes full circle, you know, me opening up cards as a kid and. Um, now, you know this, this whole deal that's going on, it's, it's really special and I'm really grateful for it.
3: Very cool. So, we have Twitter up while we're doing this video. We told people that you're going to be here to ask questions. So, we do have a couple questions coming in. Um, so one of them here is, what was the biggest hurdle you'll think you'll have to overcome in transitioning to the NFL? Um,
4: probably just, first and foremost, the speed of the game. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot faster than college. Um, and being able to execute the offense that I'm in. Um, so you know, for me, it's gonna be adjusting to that speed and, um, and hopefully I'll be able to learn the playbook and execute it the rest of my day.
3: One question I know th- people always like to ask is, uh, did you have a favorite team growing up?
4: I did, I was a, a Dallas Cowboy fan growing up. Favorite player? Uh, it was between Troy Aikman and Emma Smith. Yeah, those are the good years.
3: One another other question, how was the experience playing in the college football playoff against Florida State?
4: It was incredible, um, you know, to see all the the hard work and sacrifices that the team made. Um, kind of get rewarded with that game um, was a was a great experience, and something that I'll remember the rest of my life.
3: What are you finding different from the college game to the NFL?
4: Just being in being a part of the OTA so far, you know, it's one thing again is the speed. Um, you know, everyone now in this in this. League is is incredibly athletic. Um, You know, everyone knows what they're doing. Their techniques are spot on. So um, the game is just faster. So you can kind of realize that, you know, the first few days over two days.
0: And again, that was Marcus Mariota. Thank you very much to Susan LeJudai, our own Susan Lejudi, for sitting down and talking with him. Colin, the assistant brand manager who is on the phone with us, the new father. Colin, you chose specific players for specific designs. Why don't you go into it a little bit about that and maybe a couple specific players?
5: Yeah, uh, I'm really excited about this top 60th anniversary uh, insert. Um, We decided to choose uh, designs and years that really resonated with fans throughout the years, kind of over that entire 60-year history. Um, You know, I kind of think every fan... Um, you know, maybe you grew up in the 60s, maybe you grew up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, kind of wherever you were when you were a kid and you connected, um, you know, and, and you idolized those players and you had those favorites, those designs stick with you, you know, you you always are going to cherish those you know, it's kind of funny, maybe someone from the 80s or 70s or 90s may say, you know, no way, this is the best design. You know, 86, that was it. And someone from the 70s may say, I mean, that was okay, but, you know, 76. So it's really fun, and it's a really great subset to not only contribute to the designs, but also so many legendary players that have come through um, and that are being showcased in this set. Um, We have a much, much deeper uh, subject list, including all the Hall of Fame players, uh, a lot of just gridiron legends, um, fan favorites, uh, current superstars, and to kind of put them, you know, into perspective with those those previous designs from previous years and pair them up with, you know, maybe a predecessor from their team, maybe a... Uh, are great from another decade from their team, um, and, and you may notice as you kind of look through this insert set, you'll you'll see um, certain players kind of line up, and there's you know there's some little uh, I guess gems or nuggets to uh, find as a collector. You know, when you kind of do a little research and start to see, uh, is that uh, Adrian Peterson on a 1976 Walter Payton designer? Is you know is that a Barry Sanders you know on a another, you know, Lions great design. Um, you know, it's kind of picked up some of those cues, you know, maybe a Jerry Rice instead of his being his 86 rookie, maybe it's on a 1981 tops rookie card. Um, and it's it just just adds a new little spin. Um, there were a few players where, you know, you may know a certain decade resonates with a player. You may know that 1989 is Barry Sanders uh, or Dion Sanders or, you know, any of those greats. Um, from that draft class, but maybe you move it back a year or two, and it just looks, you know, it kind of blows your mind for a second, Uh, and it's just really something fresh uh, and interesting, and a card that, you know, you've collected Barry Sanders, say, your whole life, or or whoever this player is, Um, and to see something fresh, uh, but yet still uh, have that nostalgic feeling, it's pretty cool. As you can tell, uh, it's something that uh, I can't wait to rip some packs and get a
0: hold of those. Yeah, clearly. I mean, my goodness. People are going to have to keep you out of either our own storage area or the stores, <laughs> or the stores themselves. Um, Kevin, why don't you go into what you really find fascinating about this. Let's say you have
2: a, a pack open in front of you. What parts of Topps football would you really want to rip? Yeah, so beyond, um, you know, the whole 60th anniversary theme, you know, we spoke a little bit about the fantasy content that you can find. So one of the things that we did this year to enhance the set and kind of celebrate the 60 years was expand on the actual base card set. So typically there's been about 440 cards to collect in total, and we've expanded that this year to 500. Um, So in doing such, we decided to add a top 60 Uh, subset to the base cards this year you know in light of the 60th anniversary and also with a little bit of a fantasy spin we've counted down the top 60 guys um, in our opinion who you know will make a biggest impact on the field from a fantasy perspective so those um, base card subsets will be something to look for as well as a fantasy studs um subset which will feature you know the top thirty five guys so more or less you know you're looking at the best guys from each team to um, really contribute this year from a fantasy perspective Um, and then even to take it a step further on the backs of the cards, um, you know, we've started to get more progressive in the information that we've been providing. So you can find, um, players, Twitter handles, so you can follow them on social media and really get a sense of, of, you know, what they're doing, um, beyond just on the field, some off the field stuff and what their personalities and characters are like, um, you know, just as well as like fantasy, um, statistics. So, um, you know, what was their average, you know, fantasy scoring points per week, um, things along those lines that, you know, just add, um, you know, deeper uh, information and just better engagement with, you know, the fantasy um, format and, and the trading cards themselves. Um, and then beyond that, again, just to play off the, you know, kind of the fantasy and 60th anniversary, we have a couple inserts, all-time fantasy legends, where we thought it would be fun to go ahead and kind of pick, um, you know, those legends of the gridiron um, who you know before the fantasy football phenomenon came to be? Um, what would it you know what would their average points be like? Or, or so to give a taste of kind of a throwback, um, paying tribute to the guys who paved the way for the guys of today um, from a fantasy perspective. Um, and we have an insert called Fantasy Focus, which will focus on the top fifty guys again that are going to make a big impact in. You know, guys that you know you should potentially draft in your team this year. So buy a pack of tops and and rip some product, and um, you know you'll also educate yourself about guys who you know should be top performing um, from a fantasy perspective. Um, So, so those are some of the things um, that I'll be excited to kind of look at and and kind of study the cards as as I go through them, and then of course you know the autograph content that we've. you know we've been developing you know year and year and try to find new ways of innovation and to add more value to our consumers and and, and into our products um so you know beyond just the 60th anniversary insert set there'll also be parallel versions with autographs so we've gotten um, the top players to to sign uh, on card for a lot of these subsets and like i had mentioned we'll have several vintage designs where this year's rookie premier class um, will have their autograph showcased on card. Um, so a lot of content, um, and it should be you know, a fun break for all types of fans and collectors.
0: Someone who you know, fans
2: are very excited
0: about, and especially around this area, because we are right in the, at the bottom tip of Manhattan, and we are surrounded by Jets and Giants fans all about. And one of the players that one of those groups are very excited about, Jets fans, that is, is Devin Smith and our own TOPS Talk contributor, Andrew Diamond, also the assistant brand manager here at TOPS. And he was able to sit down with Devin Smith at the Rookie premiere. and here is what he had to say. Tell us how this experience has been for you
6: here at the NFL Rookie Premier. It's been fun. Um, you know, meeting some of these guys at... That i've seen play mm-hmm. um pretty cool with most of them um, so to get to get a chance to come out here and bond with them is pretty neat nice man yes yeah. tell us your experience uh, playing in ohio state in front of all those fans oh man it was fun um really enjoying myself um the fans were unbelievable every saturday man everyone came out and supported uh, no matter who we were playing so, yeah. i mean it could be um a team that they know we're gonna be they were out there <laughs> packed like it was a game that I was gonna go down to the water. Yeah, and the national championship. Uh, Tell us all about that, man. It was it was unbelievable, man. Just being in that stadium, uh, getting a chance to play there, and just seeing the venue was crazy. Yeah, but it was fun. I'm sure, man. Uh, how did it feel to see your first uh, trading card? It was crazy, man. Yeah. I was like, uh, it's just unbelievable to see, you know, something like that, man. So it's it's real neat, man, nice. and it's uh, something that I know I'm gonna cherish
7: for. And we got Bryce Petty here as well as uh, Leonard Williams. You've been hanging with those guys a lot?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're real cool. It's, it's funny, yeah, we got, too. We got Jet Nation in the house yeah, here. Yeah. Huh? yeah, it's cool, it's cool. It's funny, too. Uh, I mean, before uh, the draft even started, me and Leonard, we got real tight. Uh, nice. I mean, it's crazy that we ended up on the same team. That's great, It's great. Yeah, tell some of the
7: fans about the whole process and how you've kind of, you know, I've observed from afar this weekend that you've had this, like, camaraderie. And, you know, how long have you guys been going through all the – you know, take a step by step from
6: start to where you're at now, from the dra- the whole draft process, and what
7: that's been like.
6: Well, for me, it started actually right after the championship game. I'm yeah, um, signed with my agent, um, and it just started the process from there. You know, the team started evaluating real hard, um, and just doing a whole lot of things, just with um, trading cards and. and all that stuff so it's, it's been crazy even good in uh california where i trained at uh, for the combine did that was there for about three four weeks mm-hmm. um, so it was unbelievable man just to have to go through all that man just to get to this point yeah now you didn't go on day one um i actually caught the draft
7: academy show where you were featured um tell us all about how that how that felt and um, you know man you got picked pretty early on day two though um, what was it like sitting in that in that room and just not knowing where you were going? Did you have any idea where you might go, or was it just a total like up in the air? Yeah. Um,
6: it was uh, for me. I, I was a little upset. I felt I I was a first rounder, but yeah. Um, you know, the mindset that I had the whole you know the whole time during the draft was, was none of this is in your control. So it's nothing that you can do to make yourself uh, become a first rounder. Besides, you know, doing what you need to do on the field. So. Um, you know, a lot of teams felt that I was a first-rounder, but it uh, didn't work out the way that that I wanted to. But, you know, in result, um, I got drafted pretty early. Um, you know, not too many people are in my position
0: to, to yeah. be drafted. So uh, yeah. just, just for that, man, I'm very blessed. And we all, of course, hope that Devin Smith, who is recovering from an injury, is recovering very well and gets back on the field as soon as possible that of course was recorded the interview that is before the injury let's go into tops football's looks and what makes it so unique i'm going to bring colin back in here and colin go into what art director jeff Sikowski was looking for and also you know what really inspired the look of this year's product
5: a lot of this year's product actually it was kind of inspired by the just kind of pregame when you're getting when you're watching and everything's starting up and uh, it's kind of like a jumbotron feel, uh, you know, a lot of graphics that you would kind of see pregame, you know, right before things are about to kick off and the kind of excitement uh, is at its peak and, and you know you can't wait for the game to start. Um, And it just kind of, you know, you can see the the team names uh, across the bottom um, and in some of the, that's in the base set. set. And then in some of the inserts as well, like the tops Autographs, you can see the the shining lights um, that would kind of be, you know, reflecting reflecting in the Jumbotron. The team logo is real powerful. Um, And it's between the Autograph and the Auto Relic card, both of them are just extremely clean, really sharp. And for me, it just, totally resonates and gives me a lot of excitement of just game time and you know the stars are getting ready to perform and you know let's let's go so uh, i'm excited about seeing those come out this year
0: and kevin go into how this year is, is a little bit different looks wise uh, than in years past like how have years past versions kind of kind of led up to this one
2: traditionally um we it, top's flagship brand it's always been a bordered card Um, and that's something that you know baseball has has stayed by and and football has has followed suit and um, up into the last couple years the football design has actually always followed suit or you know followed the coattails of baseball but not but only since you know the last few years we decided that you know football it's a different sport It, it it has or deserves its own identity and so We were given the autonomy to kind of run with that and to kind of create our own brands with tops football and so this year you know it has it lacks that border that white border that you know longtime collectors have, have come to appreciate but it is a very you know modern progressive sport and we think that it, it kind of mirrors that and amplifies what's kind of happening on the field um, and so you know just to build on what Colin said you know it kind of has that in stadium jumbotron feel where um, you know you have kind of feel like you got a seat at the game and, and you know you're getting excited and it has that energy that the, the football sport kind of uh, oozes, if you will. And so, um, yeah, it's definitely a fresh look. Um, it's a little bit different than what we've done in the past um, historically, but I think there's a nice balance between what we're doing in terms of the pro- progressive design of the base guard and, and the tribute that we've added in in the vintage um, and retro designs that that we've been talking about that are littered through the product.
0: So before we wrap this up, Colin, you, as an ABM for short, Assistant Brand Manager, you help drive the content of this product and you decide who is in what subset and how did you go about choosing you know, the different let's say styles uh, of players for this year's version knowing that it's the 60th anniversary?
5: Yeah, so, you know, generally our products are, are really heavily rookie-focused. I mean, it's what drives the most excitement every year, you know. You can't wait to see what these guys are going to do. Um, they're the top of the class, they're counting at the bit, and, you know, it's a fresh look uh, at the league. And, you know, we, we, we focus them throughout, so there's always going to be a, a great element um, that covers those guys. Um, and, then, you know, there'll be great hits uh, that... That uh, you know sell for a, a ton, of course, because everyone's prospecting and wants the next great you know legend or Hall of Famer to have his rookie card. But what we've done this year, being that it's the 60th anniversary, uh, we've taken a much deeper approach on making sure that we get some of these Hall of Famers and some of these all just all-time legendary greats as well, um, to really just complement the rookies uh, in the product. And it's heavier than we've done uh, in the past, by far. Um, some of the names that we have are, are you know, just all-time. You know, we have Dan Marino, John Elway, Jerry Rice. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, and these cards, you know, again, will, will just be huge, huge hits in the product. Um, and it's just going to be exciting. You know, we haven't generally included those um, in kind of in the uh, at the level that we have this year. Um, as far as just the, the depth of the checklist and the amount of uh, players. So it's exciting. It's just, you know, like I said, it's it's really a celebration of uh, the 60th anniversary and, you know, the decades and decades of uh, uh, star players that uh, have been in Topps football.
0: And one of the rookies, though, that he did put in, just a, a great idea, to put him in this product because Colin foresaw that he would become a good player and that's Devin Funches. he used to be the tight end slash wide receiver of the University of Michigan and he is our final interview that we have this week again this is our interview with Devin Funches. Now I'm Andrew here with Tops. I'm here with
7: Devin Funches, 41st overall pick in the draft Carolina Panthers wide receiver
8: from Michigan. Tell us a little bit about your weekend Enjoying yourself out here in L.A.? Man, you know, the weekend been great, you know. Yeah. Messing around with all these guys. Awesome. Having fun with all these guys. Yeah. TJ Yeldon, the funniest guy of them all. <laughs> James Winston. Funny too. Yeah. But it's just overall it's just been great, you know, getting our jerseys, seeing everything, just having all these parties. It's just been fun. Uh, you have a favorite part of the weekend? Yeah, you know, just everything. You can't pick out one thing. They come, they bring you out here just to have fun. So that's what we do. We're just having fun with everything we do. Sure. What did it feel like to see yourself on a trading card for the first time? I mean it was crazy. You know, you never you you think that is not you and it never happened to you, but then when it does, it's like it's it's like a, a, a life-blowing experience. Okay, <laughs> nice. So EA Sports is also
7: here. Uh, I think they revealed your Madden rating? Yeah. That's what did they give you? Got a lean 72. Yeah, they always honorate the rookies. Yeah. What would you think your uh, mid-season ranking is going to be? Like week mid-season, eight, what do you think they're going to be? be about 89. 89, that's
8: ambitious. But... Yeah. Tell us about Michigan, the big house, your experience there. It's just Michigan. Go blue, go all that, go Big Ten. So it's like my experience up there. It was never a dull moment in my in my three years there. It was always good. Yeah. Every Saturday it was 110 plus. So, you got any nicknames? You got a you got a fun last name, Fonchas. They just they just call me d That's what that's If you know me, you call me that. You must be fam. That's what everybody call me. Fair enough. What are you looking forward to most uh, in Carolina and the NFL as a whole? Carolina, you know, a lot of wins. That's what I'm looking for. Coming down there, first job, best job, only job. It's gonna be uh, just look for a lot of wins, a lot of fun, a lot of memories to make down there with the boys.
0: Well thanks to Devin Funches and also of course Devin Smith and of course Marcus Mariota for sitting down with us at the rookie premiere. And again, thank you to Kevin Eager and colin butler guys thank you so much and i'm sure many collectors out there will say thank you for putting all the effort into the product as they'll be opening up the products very soon it is worth noting that tops football will be hitting the stores on august 26th once again august 26th is when tops football will be hitting the stores To finish off the episode, we turn to the segment Top Stories, where we highlight a particular collector and why he or she fell in love with the trade. This week, we highlight Joey from Cleveland, Ohio.
9: Joey, why don't you tell us how you got into collecting cards? I got into collecting cards because of my dad. Um, I've been collecting since I was a kid. He would always show me his cards when I was a kid, and that really got me into the hobby, and I think it's a great hobby to be a part of.
7: How long have you been collecting cards for?
9: I've been collecting cards for about 14 years now. I got started when I was 7 years old. How old are you now? 21. Okay, so
7: the good majority part of your life then.
9: Um, What would you say is your favorite product over the last few years that you've bought product of? Uh, My favorite product is definitely Allen & Ginner. Um, Between all the specialty cards you could get, uh, all the non-sports and sport cards you could get, I think it's a great product to collect. Cool.
7: And we've been doing a redemption program here at the National Sports uh, Collectors Convention. And uh, have you
9: uh, pulled anything of note out of those packs that you've redeemed? Yeah, the packs have been great. Uh, I pulled a couple parallels uh, the gold number to 25 and the silver number to 100. Um, you know, I think Tops runs great promotions here. Awesome. And uh, on that topic, why, why Tops over uh, other card brands? Topps makes really high quality cards. Uh, they give you a good chance to hit all the players from all the sports and uh, you know, make really nice cards, including the Topps Chrome series, which I'm a big fan of, um, and also the Gypsy Queen series. I like the vintage look of those cards as well. Awesome, and is there a particular player that you like to collect more than other players? Being from Cleveland and growing up watching LeBron James, he would definitely be my favorite player to collect. Um, aside from that, I'm a huge Cleveland Indians fan, so I like to uh, collect all the Indians players.
0: Thanks again for listening into Tops Talk and we hope you hear us again soon. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. And please rate us wherever you listen to us. If you have any questions for us or if you'd like to be a top story, email topstalk at tops.com with your information. Special thanks goes out to Clay Laraski and Leanne Minutoli. Chari Biancar, Andrew Diamond, Susan Lejudi, Kevin Eager, Colin and Cole Butler, and the rookies Marcus Mariota, Devin Smith, and Devin Fletches. This has been Episode 3
8: of Tops Talk.